would work out in the end, but friends are not friends, and enemies are so close to me, I don't know who you supposed to be, so contemplate that before approaching me, got the south side right behind me, homie, and for me that's plenty, now the bypass the drugs, and the haters and the handy play the politics right, and ever so gentle, up and snatch that bread, get the fam fed, get it like a man, like my uncles and pops would, if they had the chance, or maybe they did, and just couldn't advance, damn all I can be, I am more than a man, y'all don't understand, gotta get the cheese like a multiple choice question, and all I see is me, father told me long ago ain't nothing free, so I was offering that cheese like a new gift. Every moment crucial I can never break You will never see me do so Resolution I will always be on top Like revolution Got the life Cause I'ma shine bright Pump the music baby It's a revolution Feel the music baby It's a resolution Pump the music baby It's a revolution Rain in the windshield The wiper blades Got me dazing off In outer space Working out my next chest move a hole in the game to break through In the meantime, I just grind and pay dues Rhyme and stay true, rather die than shot shoes Since I was knee high, I shine better than bruise The face and egos are much better than you My flow is clever five, so I can never lose And you know it won't stop Till a brother talking shop In an office with a view And a 30-story drop And a pretty girl or two Saying, man, we take your shoes Clever, welcome to the top Cause I need that gravy Checking the room, making sure nobody's shaded Laying in wait, lurking, waiting to play me Gotta pay the bills, gotta feed the baby If getting in it is a sin, Jesus save me Yeah, yeah You been listening to Long Road Home This DJ Food, Candy Music Quick Hit Hit me on Twitter, at DJ Food Hit clever, hit clever I'm turning on 
Sipping on water, man. Can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave. Take it for myself, man. It's time to get paid. Telling all my people's look, let's get paid. Asking on boss, man. Can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave. Take it for myself, man. It's time to get paid. Cause I'm about to die, this drunk life died in this reggae Brunt don't smoke right, hot in my heyday That don't sound right, shit don't act right Rock won't stack right, at least it don't stack like it used to Let your brother kill himself, tell me what would you do So now I'm trying to see my money boo cool No type of felines acting all new school I know what happens more than usual Catch you when I poop through to a stage near you If not, grab two and come through Or we'll be gonna let the money get crucial but I won't excuse my behavior A lack thereof when it comes to the paper Time to get fun, then stack some major It's do it get done, over when I hear player I'm selling all my people's look, let's get paid Asking on boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid Telling all my people's look, let's get paid Asking on boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid
All right. I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. I am your host, So L, Speaker of Truth L, Speaker of Truth L. And this is the foundation where we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So we're looking to correctly apply correct information. So welcome, welcome. I would like to start off by saying all praises, thanks, honors are due to the creator and the ancestors. As well as, I want to say peace and big up to my dear brother, big brother, Yusuf L, High Frequency Radio Network creator, founder, you know, the, the brothers is is very, very learned, as some would say, <laughs> you know, as a, lear- as a learned brother, and you know, just, uh, you know, big up, man, you know, he's a great mentor. And uh, just really, really appreciate to have him on the team, to be on the team, like, you know, you know, High Frequency Radio Network. Definitely want to say, uh, you know, welcome to thefoundation.com. If you want to check it out, I highly recommend that. You can uh, sign up for the email list. There's a PDF section just full of information that you can get you to just learn on. Invest in your private education, which I feel is always a good thing. You can find the Facebook page, the Twitter page, the Instagram page, if you're into that, you know, social media dance. You can make a donation. You can book a consultation. All from the same spot. Welcome to the foundation.com. Appreciate y'all being here. I do want to say peace to all the listeners. I want to say peace to all the live listeners right now. All the live callers, all, all the callers in the switchboard do want to appreciate. I mean, show and send. That true appreciation to, you know, all the live callers, those calling in, whether you, you know, are a regular listener or you're a new listener, this is your first time, definitely want to say peace to you. Also want to say peace to all the internet listeners, those listening on the internet, maybe you didn't call in, I don't know, it's cool, can't call in live, but you're listening to the internet. No transmission of this live. Definitely want to say peace to you. All the archive listeners want to say peace to you as well. You know, you can't catch the live version of the show. You know, you got things you got to do. You know, you got to live that life. You know what I'm saying? I understand. And, you know, catching the archive version, in my opinion, is the same as catching the, the you know, the, the full live version. So I do want to appreci- say appreciation to the archive listeners, podcast listeners. Those who download the shows on your podcast app, however you, you know, however you do that dance, I want to say peace to you, as well as MP3 listeners. Maybe someone shot you an MP3 of the show, you know, and you just, you know, checked it out. I want to say peace to you. Anyway, how, whatever medium you're using to check out the foundation, I do want to say thank you and peace. I want to say peace to all the trustees. Salute. And all those investing in their private education. I also want to say peace to anyone I have done business with in the private. As well as anyone who has sent well wishes, an email, a current event, or 
anyone who's otherwise added to the foundation. It's not just me. You know, it's not just so L. It's definitely not. And, uh, you know, I welcome you once again to the foundation. On this episode, we go into Mind State of a Trustee series, part two. So, you know, let's just, you know, work your shoulders, do a couple, you know, neck rolls and stuff and get loose. Because we're going to get into this, you know, what the mind state is. But first, you know, let's go into this current events right here. A little weird. A little weirdness going on. But if I can get to the window, first one, Wall Street Journal. Home building and new home permits have softened this year. Big news, right? Pretty much anticipated that, you know, if you're a regular listener, single family home construction drops 17%. Residential building permits also fall. This is out of Washington. A gauge of home construction and queued up projects declined in February and are pulling back this year overall with a slew of factors, including the government shutdown and housing affordability, potentially impacting the data. So so so-called housing starts fell 8.7% in February from the prior month, from January. The Commerce Department said yesterday, this largely reversed solid gains seen in January. Meanwhile, residential building permits, which can signal how much construction is in the pipeline, dropped 1.6% in February. So, you know, I don't know. I don't think it's big news. Maybe it is to you, but it, to me, it's just confirmation. That's on the Wall Street Journal. You can check that out. It's uh, The headline is, whole building, new home permits have softened this year. Next up. We're gonna do. We're gonna do. Let me pull a good one. Equifax and FICO team up to sell consumer data to banks. I thought. I thought. I thought this was significant. Uh, we're still on the Wall Street Journal. Partnership is an effort to diversify beyond the nuts and bolts of credit reports and scores. Two consumer credit giants plan to start working together to sell consumers data. To banks, the latest attempt to feed banks' appetite for more information on customers. Equifax Incorporated and Fair Isaac Corp, creator of the widely used FICO credit score. Did y'all know that FICO was Fair Isaac Corp? FIC started pitching each other's services earlier this month, and the companies announced the partnership Wednesday. Both companies already sell their services to banks, but now their uh, their sales employees will pitch each other's services as well. Sometimes the companies will also approach banks and other institutions <laughs> with packages from. I mean, you can take this how you want. They're they're so you got competing companies working in tandem to sell each other's services. But I just think the biggest thing is they're teaming up and they're selling consumer information. Y'all should check that out. Be on the, be on the lookout for that. That's on Wall Street Journal. Next up, Reuters. U.S. current account deficit hits 10-year high. Firms bring back more foreign profits. Washington, Reuters. The U.S. current account deficit increased more than expected in the fourth quarter amid declining exports, 
pushing the overall shortfall in 2018 to its highest level in 10 years. And U.S. companies repatriated a record amount of foreign earnings last year following the Republican tax overhaul. The Commerce Department said on Wednesday the current account deficit, which measures the flows of goods, services, and investments into and out of the country, rose 6.1% to $134.4 billion. The quarterly current account gap was the largest since the fourth quarter in 2008, which is, you know, obviously reminiscent of the economic downturn, the slowdown, the, you know, recession, depression, you know, however you, you know, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, we're seeing numbers that we haven't seen since the most recent recession. Data for the third quarter was revised to show the deficit rising to $126.6 billion. Check this out. I just want y'all to know, man, these people with the governments, man, they'll put out numbers. They'll put out numbers, straight up put out numbers, put them in white papers. They will publish them. They will let everybody in the public read them and stuff. And then come back six months, three months later and revise the numbers, man. Now tell me what you think about that. But that happens all the time. And they, they admitted to it just now. The current account gap represented 2.6% of gross domestic product in the fourth quarter. The large share since, sorry, the largest share since the second quarter of 2012. The deficit increased 8.8% in 2018 to $488.5 billion, the highest level since 2008. For all of 2018, the current account deficit averaged 2.4% of GDP, the biggest share since 2012. The deficit on the on-current account has shrunk from a peak of 6.2% of GDP in the fourth quarter of 2005. Ouch in part because of a significant increase in the volume of oil exports because they're putting, you know, all those uh, sanctions and stuff on Iran and stuff. So, you know, how you get in the market, you make sure other people can't get in the market. That's how you control it. I ain't going to look political, though. Let's move forward. CNBC stock slip as 10-year Treasury yield hits lowest level since 2017. I mean, they say, well, like that was that long ago. Stocks fell today after a closely watched interest rate fell to its lowest level in more than a year as worries over a possible economic slowdown lingered. Healthcare, utilities, and energy were the worst performing sectors, falling more than half a percent each. Abiomed, a biomed, a biomed, and advanced micro devices were among the biggest laggards in the S&P 500, sliding more than 3% each. Hard disk maker, Western Digital, also fell 3.6%. The benchmark 10-year rate traded at 2.386% and hit its lowest level since December 15, 2017. Investors are keeping an eye on the rates of the 10-year. Um, sorry, after the 10-year fell below the three-month rate last week for the first time since 2007. So the the Treasury... The yield, the tread, the yield on the 10-year and, and then I think the two-year inverted... And that's that's obvious to most people that there's a recession coming. U.S. Treasury yield curve has inverted before each recession in the past 50 years and has also, I'm sorry, and has only offered a false signal just once in that time, according to data from Reuters. So it inverted. The United States Treasury yield curve inverted. And they just said, this is CNBC. I'm not saying this. This is on a, you can, you can go to the site right now and pull this article up and read what I'm reading right now. 
So it inverted. So it already happened. We've been talking about it happening. It happened. And the U.S. Treasury yield um, has inverted before each recession in the past 50 years and has only once offered a false signal. So an inversion is a signal of a recession or depression. So it happened last week. All eyes are going to be on the treasury market, said Michael Reynolds, Reynolds, excuse me for that, investment strategy officer at Glenn Mead. We are seeing a rising probability of recession in recognition of these risks um, and rising risks, but we're not blowing off the top just yet. Yields fell today after Stephen Moore, who was expected to be nominated to the Federal Reserve Board of Governors, called for the central bank to cut rates by half a percentage point. So they not only did they stop raising rates as far as they said they were going to, now they're talking about actually in the public cutting rates, interest rates. I mean, and a lot of people will say they only raise these interest rates in order to lower them when the, when the crisis hit. Investors have been piling into treasuries amid the release of weaker than expected economic data. I'm sorry. The disappointing data have stoked fears that economic growth may be slowing down. CNBC uh, stock slip as 10-year treasury yield hits lowest level since 2017. Y'all can check that out. Only been wrong once in the past 50 years. Bloomberg, a huge options trade is betting markets are wrong on Fed cuts. There may be a new euro dollar euro, euro dollar whale in town. About 30 million has been plowed into an options bet that the market has gone too far in pricing in Federal Reserve cuts this year. The position has built up over the last week following the Fed's dovish pivot i would say following the inversion but hey whatever and is now likely the largest outstanding in its corner of the interest rate market the structure is known as a euro dollar put option condor and all it will take for it to turn a profit is for the central bank to remain on hold this year that flies in the face of what most rates Market participants are bracing for traders have ramped up expectations for the Fed to cut this year amid mounting concern about the global growth outlook. Fed funds futures are pricing in about 30 basis points of easing by the end of 2019. The options trade grew rapidly on Wednesday. Around 200,000 options were purchased in the euro dollar put Condor totaling 20 million. This together with what had already been bought since Thursday amounts to an enormous position that's dominated the surge in risk across euro-dollar options expired in December. Bottom line, these fools are betting against the markets. They're betting... (laughs) Bets on the Fed. Um, Here's another one. Bloomberg. Bets on Fed show more than one 2019 cut possible as bonds rally. Traders amped up bets on Federal Reserve interest rate cuts this year, and Treasury surged as investors around the world sought the safety of bonds amid increasing concern about a slowdown in global global growth. 
Fed funds futures are now pricing in more than 30 basis points of easing by the end of 2019. We're talking about economic stimulus. They're about to be print. They're about to print money. They're about to print a bunch of money. They have to. It's about to go down. Here it comes. Suggesting at least one quarter point cut benchmark 10-year yields tumbled to their lowest level since December 2017, touching 2.35%. Surprised move by New Zealand Central Bank to signal that its next shift would likely be a cut also stoked gains in bonds. Meanwhile, Germany's benchmark yields slid further below zero after the nation sold 10-year notes at a negative rate for the first time. This is all over. This is not just the United States. It's not. Um, United States might be, may not be the first that, you know, gets hit, but it's definitely going to be one of them. You know, the United States, United States, investors breathe easier as green, the Green New Deal finds no, no, no support in the Senate. I want to talk about this. There was that Green New Deal. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's going to be certain regulation on businesses and whatnot. So investors, you know, did pass. I had no support, so it didn't pass. I just want to touch on that. I also want to touch on uh, the fact that that probe, that FBI probe, it came back with nothing. There's a lot of people that are upset about that. I think it's crazy. You're watching soap operas, that's what I'm saying. The Wall Street Journal. Thinning liquidity in key futures market worries traders. E-mini S&P 500 futures have gotten harder to trade since volatility shook U.S. stocks last year. A retreat by traders from an important corner of the United States financial system has some worried it could make the stock market more susceptible to shocks. I don't know if y'all putting this together, man. They're just dropping all these hints. They're like, yo, not everything's good. E-mini S&P 500 futures, a huge market where over $200 billion changes hands on average daily are widely used on Wall Street to bet on market moves or protect against adverse stock swings. The futures have gotten harder to trade since volatility shook U.S. stocks last year, according to trading data and market participants. You find this interesting? I don't know. I find this interesting. The most interesting news that I got for today, and then we can get into the, you know, get into the show, is um, there's... um. What is it? There's a what is this called? This is called IRS Newswire. You can sign up for the IRS Newswire if you want. I don't know exactly how I did it, but obviously I was on the IRS website, you know, doing research or something like that, and I found that I could sign up for newsletters and newswires and all types of new stuff. So I signed up for. I mean, you know, it's a it's an email list. You know what I mean? So I signed up for it and I get a lot of important stuff and a lot of stuff that I get, you know, is for, you know, uh, particular people who deal with the IRS. So I get notices for enrolled agents and different type of tax preparers and stuff like that. You don't have to be these type of people who you can sign up for an email list, you know. So I signed up for this thing called IRS Newswire. If you want, you can check it out. It's called Newswire, IRS Newswire. But this, I got an email from these guys, like a newswire, this is issue number um, IR2019-58. So obviously 2019-58. This is important. This is significant. A lot of, especially for a lot of people in the private community. If you if if you don't know about this, I'm about to blow the spot and blow the whistle. 
And people can say, oh, you know, so you're not supposed to say this in public. It don't matter. This this, this stuff is it's over. It's over. It's over. You got until May 13th, I think it is. Let me find it. May 13th. All right. So let me tell you something. You know, a lot of people, you know, in their in their transition to go private, they try to get away from this social security number. And a lot of people understand that this 9-8 number, you know, you can, can be obtained without a social a lot of times. You know, and, and, you know, a lot of people privately, from what I understand, people have told me, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm not giving legal advice. I can't give you legal advice. I'm not an attorney. I'm not a lawyer. This is for edification and information and education. This is all this is what it is. But I'm telling you, somebody told me, I heard, you know, I heard that if you um, have a foreign EIN, you can use that EIN to get other EINs, like LLC EINs, corporate EINs, um, trust EINs, estate EINs. You don't have to, um, but you can. So if you're if you're on the IRS website, a lot of people, you know, are impatient. You can... The form SS4 is the form, you know, it's, what is it? Uh, basically, you're trying to get a, a EIN, Application for Employer Identification Number, something like that. I can't remember off the top of my head. But you fill this out to get an EIN, whether it's for a corporation, LLC, partnership, uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, a lot of people don't want to wait. And one of the stipulations for... Um, Getting an EIN is you got to give a social security number or a taxpayer identification number or individual taxpayer identification number, ITIN or something like that. You know, okay, so look, so, you know, people in the private, we're going private, transition private, talking about, okay, so I'm going to use this foreign EIN to obtain these other EINs. So I have to use the social. And you can use it on the website, irs.gov, and you know, on the SS4 and all that stuff, using uh, when they ask who the responsible party is, because they ask for the responsible party's name and you know EIN or, or social security number. And on the website, it, it, it says who is a responsible party. It says individual or existing business. If you put an existing business, you can put the name of the trust in there and the EIN, the nine number, and then move forward. They'll give you an EIN, man. You know what I'm saying? Done. We're done, son. So. Um, IRS re- revises EIN application process, seeks to enhance Telling you, man, pay attention. Washington, as part of its ongoing security review, the Internal Review Service announced today, I got this today, today's the 27th, I got this today, that starting May 13th, only individuals with tax identification numbers may request an employer identification number as the, quote, responsible party, end quote, on the application. We're done. You're done, son. So whether you knew about this or not, it's over with. On May 13th, it's a wrap. period. Um, it goes on to say an EIN is a nine-digit tax identification number assigned to sole proprietors, corporations, partnerships, estates, trusts, employee retirement plans, and other entities for tax filing and reporting purposes. So tax filing and tax reporting is two different things, public and private, baby. Individuals named as responsible party must have either a social security number or an individual taxpayer identification number. By making the announcement weeks in advance, entities and their representatives will have time to identify the proper responsible official and comply with the new policy. The form SS4 instructions provide a detailed explanation of who should be the responsible party for various types of entities. Generally, 
The responsible party is the person who ultimately owns or controls the entity or who exercises ultimate effective control over the entity. In cases where more than one person meets that definition, the entity may decide which individual should be the responsible party. So what if your entity is only controlled by a trust? And I'm really, I'm really looking at this as being a blow. Only government entities, federal, state, and local, or tribal, are exempt from the responsible party requirement, as well as the military, including state, national guards. There's no change for tax professionals who may act as third-party designees for entities and complete the paper or online application on behalf of the clients. So basically we're saying if you don't have money, if you don't have bread to hire an attorney who will get this EIN for you, you're going to have to use your social after May 13th. Tell you. The new requirement will provide greater security to the EIN process by requiring an individual to be the responsible party and improve transparency. <laughs> I'll tell you. Hey, I'm laughing because I know. Me personally, personally I'm a part of the, you know, I'm, I'm a part of the reason. Uh, uh, I'm part of the reason why. They, uh, look, 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 look. If these are, uh, if if there are changes to the responsible party, the entity can change the responsible official designation by completing a form 8822B, change of address, or responsible party. A form 8822B must be filed within 60 days of a change. <laughs> Man, it's over. I'm telling you, it's over. That's significant. That is significant. That is very, very significant. What I just told y'all is significant. Please pay attention. Please pay attention. And I'm telling you, as the economy further deteriorates, it gets worse and worse. There are going to be more and more slow restrictions placed on the subjects of, you know, these states, these governments and stuff like that. And if you're a subject, that's what it is. So either you have information or you have money or you have information with money or you have no money and no information. The bottom line is for those who know or those who are interested, email me at admin at welcome to the foundation.com book a consultation. I will walk you through this whole dance, but you got until May 13th and this is a big thing that they're closing. This is huge. When I saw this, I was like, oh, I'm not surprised, though. I kind of am, but I'm not. I didn't anticipate this, but once, it's, once I saw it's going down, I wasn't surprised. This is big. If you don't understand the implications of this, please understand that this is big. This is big. And those of you who know, man, you need to get your stuff to Kenton right now. Right now. They're, they're trying to close these windows. And I'm sure um, they're going to say, oh, we left the loophole for y'all. Because, you know, we're, we're, we're still um, leaving everything intact for tax professionals who act as a third-party designees for entities. So you got to find a tax professional, pay them, get them to accept or agree to be a third-party designee for your trust, your state, or your corporation or something, and then have them request the EIN. Just make, and, and on top of that, this is, going, this is making it harder for uh, people to start their own businesses privately from a private position. 
So, woo-wee. Ooh. Pay, please pay attention. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do my best to, like, keep our focus where it's supposed to be, you know. And I come on every week to kind of, you know, keep the repetition. And I know, you know, everything takes consistency. And I know consistency, consistency and dedication are the two main ingredients of success of anything. So, you know, I'm just trying to bring you all the information. I'm telling you what I, look, this loop, this thing they, I'm going to call it a loophole because I'm going to call it, hey, this loophole they're closing, the IRS, this is not a game. They know people are trying to get free. They know you're, they know you're getting um, trusty training. They know you're looking to form your private entities and keep arms linked between you and your business trust and your asset protection trust and your family trust and your private family foundation. And they don't want you. They don't want that because ultimately it makes it harder for them to prove their, prove their case. It's actually a substantive position to be in if you don't have any actual quote, individual ties to the EIN of a business trust or the family trust or the family foundation that you are an administrator of, that you're a trustee of. It creates, you know, arm's length. I'm telling you, man, look, 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 this is getting to the show, y'all. Appreciate y'all. Mind State of the Trustee Series part two so you know I'm one of them guys out here you know um, as far as like when it comes to information edification and education you know obviously more specifically we're not talking about legal advice because I, I don't give legal advice I can't you know I don't have the legal qualifications the, the statutory qualifications to give statutory legal advice but I can, you know, just kick it, you know, just kick it on some informational, educational purposes. So when it comes to that, I mean, as a trustee, let me put take that back and finish what I was saying. As so L on the foundation of high frequency radio, I look to disseminate information that others would otherwise charge for. Flat out on the radio. I do it on purpose. I haven't said it lately, but I like the pancake toast. Uh, And I do that on purpose. Because I know what's coming. I can see what's coming. I know what's coming. And a lot of people know what's coming. It's just my people don't know what's coming. The majority of my people do not know what's coming. They're not even prepared. Not even close to being prepared. And that concerns me. I wouldn't say what I do is out of fear because it's not. It's out of genuine concern and concern is a derivative of love. Concern is not a derivative of fear. Follow me. So this is out of true concern. And I disseminate a lot of information, like I said, that people or others would otherwise charge money for. Charge Federal Reserve notes or whatever like that. Because I just don't think, A, I, I think that's, um, that's not, I don't think that's noble. A, and B, I think that, and not to be melodramatic or anything like that, but I believe that, you know, we're getting to a point where we're, we're kind of getting out of time. We're running out of time. Um, transitioning to the private and developing the proper trustee mind state takes time. It takes consistency. It takes dedication. It takes 100% accountability, 100% responsibility. You can't point fingers at and and becoming a trustee seriously will help you understand how much you don't take account accountability for yourself. How much I 
don't take responsibility for my actions and 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 you know blame it on someone else. Oh, you called me the B word. Well, you were yelling at me. Like I just I didn't even take responsibility for what I said. I didn't. Even, I, I just I put it on you. You know what I mean? I, how much I actually did that in my life. You know, until I really, really, really started. You know, really being on my trustee, doing my trustee dance. And that's number one. And this is the thing that I want to, because people won't tell you this. I feel like people in my position don't want to tell you this stuff because they feel like you aren't, you're not going to complete a transaction with them. And I'm not really tripping on no transactions, man. You know what I'm saying? The work me is where they, they hire. I got three, three situations where it can be considered transactions in the private. But other than that, I'm not tripping on you completing a transaction. I just want you to know. And if you want to accept an offer, we can move forward. But I'm not a salesman. I'm, in, I'm, I'm, I'm into in sharing information because we need to be knowledgeable to make proper decisions. If, you, if I don't know that I could jump in the boat and not drown, I ain't finna, I'm finna drown. So, you know, with that being said, you know, mindset of a trustee series is just I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to do nuances. I'm trying to do mind state things, you know, um, that isn't given in like some process, step 12, 12 step process, the 12 step private process that you got from, you know, whoever to, you know, whatever. I'm that I'm not feeling that. And most people who are doing, you know, ooh, the trust in this and the blah, 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 and the, and the discharge and stuff. They're not sitting down and, and actually letting people know like, yo, you're going to be 100% responsible for the things you do. You can't blame anything on nobody else. Um, if you don't know what you're doing, you can lose control of everything. I'm not going to say lose everything because as a trustee, we own nothing, control everything. You can pretty much lose control of everything. And on top of that, you have to create some sort of system or curriculum of education for the heirs of this family estate. It's a broad thing it takes you outside of yourself and puts you into a, a position of community of, of tribe of the village and stuff where we, we're all taking care of each other yeah there's some sort of you know hierarchy power but we're all taking care of each other and if we have a problem we go see so-and-so and why do we all go see so-and-so because he tells us what's going down without making it personal because we know he has our our best interest at heart so to speak and you know those things develop naturally and naturally when you're going private and you're, you're, you're bringing your family into the private, you become that person when it comes to the family trust when the family estate. And if you can't handle that responsibility, put it down, stop learning. You know what I'm saying? Like you, what you need to do is learn something else or find someone that you can pay who will do it for you. And good luck with that. Because no one is going to put the, your family estate interest before their family estate. No one's going to do that. And that's impossible. So 100% responsible, 100% accountable. If you can't be accountable for your actions and your behaviors and your demonstrations, good luck with yourself. Good luck on achieving certain levels of success, certain levels of comfort, certain levels of tranquility, certain levels of peace. Mentally, good luck, good luck, good luck. It's not going to happen because you'll always be pointing at so-called or alleged problems that aren't actually the problems. So you're focusing your time on something that's not going to fix what's going on. So you perpetually stay in the same situation.
Same thing with trust. You can get a private package. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The, the, we we sent you. The, you know what I'm saying? We got the package. Twelve step. Go private with the with the birth certificate or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just you know, give us this, and we gonna send it to you. And and really, it could be a real ill contract. It could be some real ill minutes. If you don't know what you're doing, it might as well. You might as well have gotten that trust from a lawyer from the state. It might as well be a state entity. It might as well be an irrevocable uh, legislative trust. Matter of fact, it don't mean that if you don't know what you're doing, it's not an irrevocable trust. It's a revocable trust. Why? Because you're going to do something that shows it's irrevocable. You're going to call me. You're going to do something. You're going to do something. And that takes. You got to understand that is being accountable. That's being responsible. If I'm going to go private, if I'm going to bring my private, I'm going to title all this stuff and trust and stuff. And then make my children the beneficiaries and the, and the successor trustees. It is my responsibility to educate them on how to take on this responsibility and the importance of this responsibility in order to educate my heirs with the responsibility of succession of this estate. I must ed- educate myself first. Responsible, accountable, realistic. In order to educate myself, I need to take time can't sit around oh, i don't have time i got i had the babysitter and then you know i had to go to work and then you know what i'm saying my grandma called me man pfft. ain't gonna work i'm telling you you have to take time if you don't take time you'll never have it you can't make time it's outside of your control think about it realistically like specifically can you make time you may make a time uh slot available in your schedule for the day, but you can't make time. You can take time out of your day or take the time out of your life to invest in your education. Otherwise, it ain't going to work. I don't care. Ain't no magic trust indenture that you can just put on the desk and everybody is like they start backing up. They put their hands up and they start backing up and say, I'm sorry for disrespecting you. Um, We didn't know who you were, trust possessor, and tell us what you want. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. That's the mindset of a trustee, accountable, responsible, completely invested in furthering their education with regards to the administration of this estate, contract law, commercial law, private law, all the different jurisprudences of law that is necessary, all the different venues and realms that this entity can touch is to be Searched, sought out, and learned, absorbed, understood. That's the mindset of a trustee. You gonna be, you gonna have a real estate investment trust? You better know real estate law. You better know, you, hey, how's that work with statute of limitations? You get a bad house, and you know what I'm saying, the, the sewer back up, and you got poop dookie all in your basement. How much time? How long do you have before you can? Um, how long do you have? Before you're unable to, you know, uh, sue the seller for non-disclosure of a, you know, a detrimental, you know, a material with the plumbing. How long do you have? That's called the statute of limitations. You can't just be a trustee. Oh, I'm a trustee. I got contract law. You know what I'm saying? It's Article 3, B. 
No state can pass any law impairing the obligation to contract. What? Well, you don't know anything about real, commercial real estate law. And that's how title is passed. Before you can bring your property into the, into the private, for real, for real, you got to handle that commercial title, which is a warranty deed or the trust deed. You got to handle that. That's, that's not enough. A trust deed is not enough. It's not perfect title. It's not complete title. That is not a lodeo. And a trust, a proper contract trust can hold a lodeo title. And so if you don't perfect that title that's held by the trust, are you in breach of your fiduciary duty? I don't know. I guess it depends on the indenture. Patience. Patience is number one. Patience with yourself. A, patience. One dot A. With yourself. B, with the public that you are interfacing with as trustee on behalf of your family trust, business trust, whatever. Patience. Bankers are ignorant, not hating, not being racist. Maybe they're being prejudiced. Maybe someone came in and scammed them and they almost lost their job. Maybe they don't like so-called black people. But to a banker, opening an account is opening an account. It's a new account. It looks good on the record. Whether it's a trust account, it's a corporate account, it's a business account, it's an individual account. Opening opening accounts. That's why if you look at Wells Fargo, they was opening up fake accounts. All types of fake didn't people accounts weren't even real. They was just creating them because they're incentivized to open accounts. Nine times out of ten, the resistance that you're receiving from whatever banker that you're dealing with to open up your business trust account or your family trust account, and you got your contract indenture and you got the EIN and they're trying to, you know, whatever, it's due to ignorance. These people got jobs. These people got more nine times out of ten, they probably got hella student loans, a car payment, an insurance payment, a mortgage or a rent payment, children, and food if they got a pot. They're not trying to jeopardize their job for someone who walked in off the street, like literally. Literally walked in off the street. They're not hating on you. There's no reason to get upset, emotionally upset in the public, acting in a fiduciary capacity as trustee on behalf of your private estate. That's actually inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Any emotion that's negative or impatient, or any of these things that most people do privately, personally, I'm not going to sit here and wait in my, like, a lot of stuff, a lot of people think that's appropriate, well, I mean, whatever, but you're not acting on behalf of an entity, and I'm telling you, nine times out of ten, you're dealing with these bankers, they are ignorant, they do not know what is going on, they're putting on a good, you know, fake it till you make it. They're smiling. And they don't want to look stupid at their job. It's one of the worst places, you know. Being very skeptical, asking a lot of questions. They're not hating on you. It's, it's more than likely not racial. Relax. Mindset of a trustee. Most accountants are not informed with regards to the available means of a contract trust, a complex trust. They do, the, they do the return, and, you know, you look at the return, like, hold on, why did you check 
the box Grand Tour and Complex. Oh, because it's a Grand Tour. Man, no, man. It is not. No. You ain't finna check no box on here that says Grand Tour. No. You better amend that if you sent it in, or you better stop it. Well, I don't. Sir, it's just, it's just a complex trust, man. The IRS recognizes three types of trust. Simple, Grand Tour, Complex. I mean, we're, we're simply dealing with the complex trust here. I'm actually telling you, you, you want me to write that down on an affidavit under penalty of perjury so you feel more comfortable not checking any other boxes, fam. Don't. They're more familiar with state-created trusts, you know, a living trust. Man, these fools are cold with living trusts. Their legislation, they got to read statutes and legislation. And then, you know, court citations to see how the, you know, statutes are applied or, or whatever. Went to a state university or state college or state school program because, you know, the state, it's a state mandate on edu- education in each each state. Y'all follow where I'm going? They're not familiar with these entities that are able to do business internationally. You're dealing with the state accountant, man. A state accountant, man. So when you come in, you go in there, you're talking to an accountant and stuff, you got to understand this. You got to have patience. 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 One of the pillars of a private trustee. One of the pillars. You got to be you got to be willing to walk in that bank and attempt to open that account and be denied. Keep your cool and walk in the next day and sit down in the chair and go at it again. Good. Here's the thing. It, you only got to do it once. Once you get the account open, you're done. And you don't have to open another account. Anything that happens to you, your 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 heir, they're a successor trustee on the account. They're also all they got to do is show their ID and they take over the account. It's the same account. It's it's going to be the same account, okay? So you got only got to do this thing once. And then number 2, the more you show your face consistently at the bank, the less you look like a scammer. You feel what I'm saying? You a scammer? Oh no, I can't. All right, man, I'll be right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the car. I'll be right back. They never come back, man. Come on, everybody's seen that. I've seen that. I've done it. I was a scamming, but I've done it. You know. Patience. You gotta be patient. You gotta be willing to be like. You know what? I'm just gonna go. You know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna go back. You gotta take the time to do it. If you can't do it the next day, uh, you know, uh, find a day that you can do it. If you can, deal with the same exact person. If they say, oh, I want to send this to legal, you know what they're saying to you? Oh, we're going to run this by legal. Do you know what they're saying to you? They're saying they don't know what the hell they're doing. They're saying that they they outside of a they depth. I need a, I, basically, what, what does that mean to you when I say, hey, man, I need my attorney to look at this? What does that say to you? Like, realistically. Like, for real, what does that mean? It means that they don't know what they're talking about. You just walked in there with documents that are outside of the scope of their knowledge. They're very they're not familiar. Gonna, it's gonna be rare. You're gonna be oh man, contract trust. Ha <laughs> ha complex trust. I know what you're doing. <laughs> Congratulations, you're smart. Not, hey, man, good luck. Good luck finding someone like that. It, it does happen though. Patience. All the the accountants. The banker, they're all state educated. State educated. You follow where I'm going? 
We understand more than just state law. Our complex trust is an entity that's able to do business internationally. We understand that due to the structure of the entity, it is able to operate internationally. They're used to dealing with entities that are only structured to operate within the state. You ever looked at a Secretary of State website and it said a domestic corporation, a foreign corporation? Did that ever make you wonder, like, what do you mean foreign corporation? You probably thought that was, like, from India or something? Nah, man. If, if I have a corporation in Kansas and I'm looking to register that corporation from Kansas in California, in California, that Kansas for, uh, corporation is foreign. It's foreign to California. Interesting, huh? This is an entity that's able to operate internationally. So patience is very, very important. Understanding the concept of co-mingling is very, very important. As a trustee, you have um, a, you should if you if your contract is worth its weight, you're going to have a liability and indemnification clause of the contract with regards to the trustees. Now, as long as you, no matter what you do, every act or thing done or omitted or every power, exercise, or obligation incurred by any trustee in the administration of this trust organization or in connection with any lawful business affairs, properties, or concerns of this trust organization, whether ostensibly in their own name or in the trust organization's capacity shall be done, omitted, exercised, or encouraged strictly as a trustee and never as a particular private party. Never. Trustees shall assume in the capacity of trustees and not privately only such liability as to attach to this trust organization's properties. Trustees' liability shall not in any manner jeopardize any particular or private properties except for a trustee's own willful breach of trust. So you want to, if, like I said, if you got if you got an indenture that's worth its weight in gold, you're going to have some, some sort of language in that indenture. So in order to stand on that indemnification, on that limit, complete limit to any liability of you privately, you cannot co-mingle, co-mingle assets, co-mingle funds. Now, co-mingling can be done in a lot of ways, purchasing assets, with the trust, titling, titling the asset in the name of the individual. Now, there's some ways where you can, can possibly substantiate some something like that. But you better have a trust resolution from the Board of Trustees minute executed prior to that. Every single time. To substantiate the transaction. And to show the lack of commingling. You cannot, you have to study these things. People want to study, people want, oh, I want to study trust and what you can do and what I, what, I can, what I can do with the trust. Look, man, first thing I did was studied what the penalties were, how they tripped people up, 
How'd they catch him? Where, where do, what are the mistakes to not make in the administration of, of you know, the, my private estate? That's what I study. And co-mingling, man, that was the downfall of a lot of trustees. Downfall, especially without his proper substantiation. Get your, you know, your 12-stress, your 12-step private process from El Sharif, El Malik, Al, El Bay, Don, Bay, Day, El. Ain't got nothing to say about how to avoid co-mingling assets in specific situations. Nothing. Also, understanding the concept of self-dealing. Self-dealing. Taking um property funds from the trust for private use using using trust assets or trust funds for non-trust purposes for private purposes you got a you got a you got a business trust that deals in the business of flooring right so y'all, you know, the trust installs floors, makes sure st- floors, wood floors, laminate floors, uh, you know, whatever, whatever floor you want. And then, you know, as a trustee of the business trust, you go out and purchase a flat screen, 55 inch and stuff. And bring it home and stuff that has nothing to do with the with the business of the trust flooring. Wood floors. I mean, what if you gonna floor something with one flat screen, and then bring it home? You don't bring it to one of the trust properties. You don't leave it in the in the trust office. You bring it actually to your private domicile. You, you, you know. That's self dealing. It gets tricky because what's the implication if I um put my property in trust how do I live in it Ooh, might want trustee training player um, I provide trustee training in the private I've been doing it for multiple multiple years you can email me at admin at welcome to the foundation.com for more information on trustee training it's, it's crazy in my opinion you know, I come across a lot of people, I've been listening to your show for three years, you know, and then they get in trustee training, and they'd be like, man, you know, I thought listening to your show all this time that you was giving out all them jewels and stuff, and there wasn't too much I can learn more. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how much extra stuff I can give out in the public and blow your mind in the private. You'd be surprised. Creating business structures and family estate. And, I'm sorry. Creating business structures and family estates through contract is creating law. You understand how powerful contracts are? Contract makes the law. 
This entire world is run on contracts. Countries are running contracts. States are running contracts. The whole entire commercial system is run on contracts. Contracts are so powerful and important. You sign a contract, they turn around and deposit it as money. And, you know, with the foundation, I don't get into that. What I do get into is the business structures and family estates created through contract because contract is the law. And if you create your business structures and family estates through contract, you just created the law. And the elite are not going to legislate against themselves. They put this stuff in to protect themselves. Y'all know in 1913, they introduced the Internal Revenue Service. Introduced The Internal Revenue Service was created in 1913. In 1913, the 1040 and the 1041 was introduced at the same exact time. If you came from an informed family, you knew to file a 1041. If you came from an uninformed family, you didn't know, and you filed a 1040. They put... They created the 1041 to protect themselves from the laws that they were about to pass. Y'all follow what I'm saying? In 1913, the IRS was created. Same year that that um, IRS was created, they introduced the 1040 and the 1041. Uninformed and informed. And from 1913 to 1916, they passed the income tax. They passed the death tax act. They passed the Probate Tax Act, and they passed the Inheritance Tax Act. Four tax acts passed within three years of the inception of the Internal Revenue Service. I'm not playing. And this is in the game. So, you know, email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. If you want to get into trustee training, you want a consultation, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Just let me know what's good. I mean, it ain't got to be a book, you know, or it can be a book. I'll read it all. But, I mean, I'm here. I'm here to assist you and serve you in, in whatever way is feasible, realistic, appropriate, and possible. And, you know, that's what it is. Absolutely, 100%. And, you know, whether it's, you know, bringing people on the show who can, you know, are masters at things that I am not a master at, um, assisting you in your private transition, helping you get your LLC set up and the business credit profile set up, and, you know, how to transition the things that you're already paying for right now onto bit you know the expense of the business so you can start building credit on stuff you're already paying for. Send up you know how to you know interface or you know correlate or you know relate your you know public business to your private estate seamlessly. And then you know all the nuances, you know, just just get you on your feet, you know, with uh you know doing business, proper structure, proper bank accounts and stuff. Yo so I got uh, a debit card from my business trust. I got a debit card from my LLC, and I got a debit card from my family trust. Man, it feels like I got a lot going on. 
So get used to it. Let it be normal. I'm going to take a couple calls. I've kind of been in the habit of not taking calls lately. Because I feel like, you know, I wanted to focus more of the time on, on disseminating, you know, information, really. But I'm going to take a couple calls, and then I'm going to end the show. We got about seven minutes left in the broadcast, depending on how the callers are. Uh, we may go over a little bit. We may not, but we got seven minutes. Well, we got less than seven minutes now in the broadcast. If you are listening online, you may want to call in. So when we start streaming, you're not disconnected. And you'll have to catch the rest of the show on the archive. Call in number 424-222-5250. Once again, 424-222-5250. I'm going to go to the first caller. Been on hold the longest. Put your hand up. 405-9575. Once again, 405-9575. Welcome to the foundation. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Peace. Okay, yes, sir. Um, yeah, peace to you as well, brother. Thank you so much for the for the information this evening. Uh, my question is um, what you were saying about the EIN. I'm in the process of having uh, uh, citizenship corrected from the 14th Amendment to state citizenship status. And my understanding is that you can acquire an EIN for banking purposes only. Um, with what you were saying about the IRS's correction of the process, does that mean we'll no longer be able to um, acquire EINs to use for banking purposes, or are you just saying we won't be able to use pre-existing EINs to acquire new EINs? Correct. The latter. So okay. it will no longer allow people to use prior EINs, whether it's trust EINs, um, LLC EINs, corporate EINs, or whatever, to obtain new EINs, trust EINs, um, corporate EINs, estate EINs, so on and so forth. They'll require a social security number. So you can still do it. Okay. Gonna, you, know, you have to give them the social security number. There's going to be no option for a responsible party. Okay. Um, well, this it kind of already answers my question, but I'll go ahead. Um, if I'm in the process of rescinding the social and I'm no longer going to be um, associated with that, the only other option would be to use uh, the ITIN. Um, I know people use the the estate number. The estate. Oh, um, okay. Let me write that down. So, I mean, if you you know, I, I, from what I understand, part of that process is you know to obtaining the estate number. Um, okay. You know, I, you know, I'm, I don't know. Right. Don't quote me though. But you know, I, I know, yeah, no, I know no, people. Okay. I know people personally that use the estate. They get an estate number with the social, and they use the estate number instead of the social. Okay, I'll definitely look into that. And then uh, one more thing. This is kind of a general question. Um, I'm going to be shutting down the bank account as that is currently attached to the social, uh, pretty much starting over from square one. And uh, my question is, there, there's actually a federal statute regarding uh, sworn statements, and there have been some, uh, some publications and legal journals and things like that about people making sworn declarations without a notary. Um, is the notary absolutely essential to this process, or can we just use sworn statements under penalty of perjury if we're not able to okay. access that? So 
in the public, let's talk about an Article One court. Let's say that because you know that's where traffic court is. You know, uh, small right. claims court, Ad- administrative so so, okay. tribunal. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Perfect. They cannot. The only way they cannot see private documents. Uh, I'm not saying literally. Uh, they, the, uh, a notary. Right. Yeah. They, yeah. Brings a private document into the public, so now they can see it with the well. Now that there's a notary stamp, so it's not it's not um, admissible in court, which means it's not official in the public without okay. that notary stamp. I see. So you, I would, All I right. would definitely, you know, keep that in mind. Okay, so just uh, the affidavits would be necessary for all that. Well, you know, I don't know exactly what uh, process you're doing, but I mean, you can't. I'm not gonna say you can't, but it, you're gonna have a hard time. It's gonna be next to poss- okay. impossible to get anybody in the public to recognize your private documents without some sort of official seal. You know what okay. I'm saying? So, so yeah, no, I, I I definitely hear you. Yeah, those so you can do the affidavit. You tribunal. Say it again. I'm sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, it's cool. I was just gonna say that. The administrative tribunal with with these courts operating under Article One instead of operating under the judiciary, and you know with them regulating commerce and everything, it really is. I mean, I know there's really not much of a silver bullet because the system is designed to obfuscate and it's designed to deceive us. And you know the legalese and the syntax and them using Latin and all that kind of stuff. It's designed to be a complex process. So uh, I've been at this for 12 years and I'm just now coming to a point where I feel comfortable enough to exercise it, but. Um, yeah, I'm just since I'm shutting down the bank account, I'm mainly looking for just something that I can take into court with me in between the time that that account is shut down and opening up a new account to uh, to get affidavits. I mean, I know there's other ways you can get a notary and apostille services and stuff like that, but um, the thing about that though is they require identification. And I don't want to use the driver's license or state ID because that's attached to U.S. citizenship. So I'm working on getting right. my state passport, but getting the state citizen passport, they don't want to give that to you because when you mark not U.S. citizen, that's going to be a red flag. So it's just that's that's basically just what I'm looking at. I mean, I know it's a I know it's a web, but usually, I mean, the biggest thing is to rebut their presumption. They operate on presumption, assumption, and color of law. So if you can rebut that presumption. And you know, stand on your, your a different uh, uh, superior status, so to speak. Now, mm-hmm. you, you talked about the tribunals. You know, the judge they're judges, but in in that venue, in Article One right, venue, exactly. they're act, they're mm-hmm. acting as, as you know administrators. They're administrating yep. uh, uh, the uh, contract dispute between two parties. So they're presuming and right. assuming that you are um, consenting party to an implied contract. Then you can right. you can you can say whatever you want, but if you haven't rebutted mm-hmm. that presumption and assumption for the record on the record, however you do it, put them on notice. You send it to the you know, and then you can say it like, "Hey, I published this in the paper, and I didn't get a rebuttal. Um, I sent this to the Secretary of State and the Attorney General, and I didn't get a rebuttal. And you know, this has been on the record for two years, and I haven't heard anything. You know, that's where you start, you know, really yes, putting, um, you know." Really start finding that chink in the armor is when you when you can okay. stand on because they can't respond they're in they're in a they're in a certain uh, public capacity so a a person acting right. in a public capacity for government or whatever cannot submit an affidavit to rebut a private affidavit does that make okay. sense well plus so once you put it on the record the other, not, there's go ahead 
No, well, I was just going to say the other thing is they don't want the cat out of the bag. That's why it's usually best to stay out of court and do this thing through the paperwork because if you go into court where all these other, you know, citizens of the public and 14th Amendment citizens and all that, you start talking about this stuff in front of them, they don't want that information out. That's usually why you see so-called sovereign citizens getting arrested, getting all these types of things. The judges ignore them. A, a lot of that's because well, they didn't they, do their paperwork correctly. Uh, yeah, they didn't give notice. They didn't get proper. You give them notice to who you are, if you do go to court, they're going to call your case last. There ain't going to be nobody else in the courtroom with you. And right. that's that's because okay. you gave them proper notice. You put them on notice to who you are. They're going to hear your case. I, I did it one time. I put them on notice who I was. I checked in first. I was a, She was said, ooh, you're the first one to check in this morning. You're early bird. Right. They <laughs> called my case last, dead last, at like 3 o'clock yeah. in, the, in the afternoon. Now, I didn't get right. thrown in jail. I didn't get pushed anywhere because I'm not standing out there in front of other people, you know, um, sitting down, talking pretty much crazy, you know, alerting the public. So right. yeah, I right. mean that's that's something to right. take in consideration too. A gentleman already always gives notice, and you want to say, hey man, I put y'all on notice of this, and I have not yeah. heard anything back from you. I've had no no rebuttal. Nobody said that this was illegal or I'm I'm subject to some 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 something, something. So you know this stands as fact, and you know until y'all start uh, rebutting this affidavit of identity or sovereignty or affidavit of non-commercial entity or whatever it is, however you're looking at it. Mm-hmm. Until y'all can address this and rebut this, I don't think, you know, we're, we're really dealing with uh, what I perceive is a lack of jurisdiction. And when jurisdiction qu- is questioned, everything has to stop in a court case. Exactly. Challenged at any time and cannot proceed without. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for taking my call. I'll get off so that other people can get their questions answered. But uh, the uh, the email you provided, that's on uh, the uh, admin email that you provided. Can I email you about the uh, the consultations that you provide? Yeah, absolutely. Admin at welcome okay. to the foundation dot com. Absolutely. All right. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. All right, it's a pleasure. Peace. All right, seven one eight eighty ninety two. I think this is brother Daryl, man. Peace. Hey, so, peace, um, fam. How you doing? Hey, so L, um, one thing I want to say, um, so now, if I want like, um, if I want to start any, um. Do anything with the EIN? I have to do it now. No, so no I have no, no, something no. now. No, you. I'm, I just want to be clear. I'm not saying that you can't get EINs after May 13th. What I'm saying is, in order to get an EIN after May 13th, you have to give them a social security number. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I, I have I have already now. I have um, you know, I got something set up, and you know, um, it's been four years. Well, um, four years I've been listening to you. You know that, right? I did not know that. Thank you. Uh yes, it's been it's been four years, cause um it's been four years, and uh, you spit you spit good now like that you know you spit off the off the top off the head, um, and um from there like um as um you know like you gave them a lot of stuff, but they're gonna have to go into um they got to be uh, a student to learn more, and 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 from what um. Um, they've been here and they don't realize that, um, you know, um, you have been giving some, them something that they don't have to be a student for, but that's student stuff, you know? Um, and then from right. there, like, um, um, yes. Yeah, so, um, but, um, as I said, um, you know, I, I, I flew to come and see you, you came local and that wherever you go at around this universe, 
I will come to see you. You know? I'll make sure I, I'm there if I can make it. And on, hopefully, um, you know, I'm looking to be forward there with you um, wherever you go. You know, uh, me and my family. Our family. Because, you know, you do call me family. You do call us family. That, and, um, but um, I'm going to let you take the next caller. Um, because, uh, you know, I like to set up a lot of things, you know. But as I said before, a lot of people thought about themselves. Um, uh, they didn't think about the future generation, and they gotta stop thinking about the um themselves. They gotta think about the ones that come after them. You know. And I'm gonna let you right. take the next caller, man. You know, I love you. I love all your callers. I love everybody who comes on the show. You know. And um, I'm gonna let you take the next caller. And um, I'll be talking to you soon. Don't you know? Don't let the calls be one sided. Don't let me always call you. Call me sometimes. All right? Absolutely, man. Yeah, definitely. Love you too, man. Thanks for, you know, thanks for listening to me four years, man. I'm humbled. I appreciate you. Okay. Um, All right. I'll talk talk to you soon, man. Have a great evening. Okay. Are you too? Thank you. Peace. You're welcome. Peace. All right. You know what? I'm just going to say that's it. I love y'all. Um, I really appreciate y'all. I don't know if y'all can tell. I don't know if you into spirits or energies or something. But like, I'm, I'm, I, I, I like to consider myself a pretty genuine dude, and I, I have genuine concern and love for you know my fellow man and and woman. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's, it's serious. I mean, we all live in uh, in very similar manners. We all have the same you know uh, concerns, fears, hopes, dreams, wishes. And it just may take different forms, but it's pretty much the same stuff, man. We all want to be respected. We all want to be loved. We all want to be um, looked at and regarded with kindness and caring. And, you know, anytime that we don't behave in them things, it's either, you know, we just having a weak moment and stuff. And we're all entitled to weak moments. But what I'm trying to say is, you know, I, I look at myself as a pretty genuine dude. And I really genuinely have feelings and care for the Success, let me say that, success of, you know, the people who, you know, have consented to allow SOTEL into your consciousness. You know, I'm, it's a humbling experience. I'm very humbled. It's not me. It's the ancestors. It's the creator. I'm just a hollow reed. And, you know, I just try to let this stuff flow through me as best as possible. You know what I mean? But it's not, it's not anything I take for granted in any way, shape, or form at all. 100% and I try to give y'all the business I really do because there's so much more That you need to learn I don't know why people be trying to hold back Like they're trying to they're trying to gouge you I guess I know somebody charging $20,000 for trustee training man Great Scott But I appreciate y'all um, Enjoy yourself Take care of yourself always every day Work to put yourself in a better position, to put your family in a better position, to put your friends in a better position, whatever. It doesn't matter. Whatever is your dance and however you do it, just do your best every single day. And don't worry about it. Just let it go. And look for tomorrow. But consistency and dedication is the name of the game. If you're consistent every day, I don't care if it's seven minutes, ten minutes, two hours. If you're consistent every every day and dedicated to results, positive results, substantive results of your actions and your labor, you will reach whatever you're looking at. Whatever you're hoping for. 
The hardest part is along the way when you don't have the direct uh, results, the immediate results, and you know maybe you're being discouraged and people are laughing at you and saying you can't do it because they don't believe in themselves that they can do it. And it makes them more comfortable being around people that are like themselves. You know what I'm saying? Don't you feel more comfortable when you find someone that has more things in common with you? It makes you feel comfortable, huh? Well, it's the same thing on the negative side too, man. If I ain't about shit, I'm going to be more comfortable around people who ain't about shit either. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Because at least he ain't judging me for me not being about shit. And making me feel bad about my choices. So make, make the best choices that you can. And do it on a daily basis. We make choices every second. Life is about choices. Positive and negative. You got to learn this stuff. We need to know something's coming. Big transfer of wealth is happening right now. And something's coming that's going to lock some stuff down. I can see it. It's looking weird. Looking weird. And I have genuine concern for my people. I love y'all. Y'all have a great week. Enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. Ten things that you're thankful for. I want you to say out loud every single evening before you go to bed. Ten things that you're thankful for. And say it again right when you wake up before you brush your funky mouth. Say it again every single day and watch your life change. Y'all have a good week. I'll be back next week. Same same label. That's what I want to call it. High Frequency Radio Network. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Peace to the gods. High Frequency Radio. Well, we thought that things would work out in the end, but friends are not friends and enemies are so close to me. I don't know who you supposed to be, so contemplate that before approaching me. Hey, fool, run that shit the fuck back, man.